Wow, what do you know? It's time for the Pocket Knife Show. Hey, it's Mike on the mic again for a bonus Easter episode of the Pocket Knife Podcast. Normally, the story we tell on Easter Sunday morning at sunrise services or in the morning worship services, the one about the women going to the tomb and finding the stone rolled away and the angels scaring them and the disciples finding the hole in the rock empty. Not sure why, but I was drawn to John 21. John's story is entirely different. Let's start with verses 1 through 14. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathanael from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish, Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got in the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. As soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish, 153, but even with so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. So, I guess this is another early morning. The disciples' efforts to find fish have been fruitless, or maybe fishless. Then Jesus steps into the picture. He tells them what to do. They do it. Boom! 153 keepers. A few of you probably go to a lake or a trout pond hoping for a few nibbles. If you caught 153 10-pounders, if it was legal to save and share them all, you'd be preparing for a church fish fry. Jesus has a smaller affair in mind. Come and have breakfast, he says. And the tired fishermen come. They enjoy fellowship with the man they've been following for years. You and I are invited into the same quiet intimacy with Jesus. Together as a church, whether we're around a fire at a lake or sitting together in pews or working together wherever we find ourselves all around town, Together as a church, we can recognize and appreciate the presence of our risen Lord with us. He is always with his church. Now for the second part of John 21, verses 15 to 22. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my sheep. 
Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you dressed yourself and went where you wanted, but when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, Follow me. Peter turned and saw that the disciple whom Jesus loved was following them. This was the one who had leaned back against Jesus at the supper and said, Lord, who is going to betray you? When Peter saw him, he asked, Lord, what about him? Jesus answered, If I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. Peter had denied Jesus three times after bragging about his willingness to die for his Savior. Jesus offers forgiveness to his fickle friend. He invites him to follow. Same invitation he gave years before on perhaps the same seashore. The first time, Peter left his father, the nets, the boats, and hurried after Jesus. This time he's hesitant. Jesus is persistent. Three times he asks Peter if he loves him. Three times he directs Peter. Feed my lambs, take care of my sheep, feed my sheep. Three times Peter says, and we don't catch this in English, but he says, I like you. But he's not sure he loves Jesus, that he can follow. He's humbled. Becoming aware of our shortcomings is perhaps a prerequisite for following Jesus. How can we follow if we think we're strong enough, smart enough, brave enough to do God's will on our own? How can we be a helpful part of the church if we're self-sufficient? Friends, Jesus saved us from our sin on the cross. He rose to give us life, life with him now and forever. He rose to set sinners free from the chains of their past errors, the sinful actions they regret. He rose to show Peter and John and the rest of us that anyone who humbles themselves and submits to his rule can become a citizen of a new kingdom, the kingdom of heaven which he said over and over has come near. The salvation and life we celebrate today is a kingdom thing. We are saved from the rule of the flesh and the world and given a life of freedom in the kingdom of God. Though we were, and sometimes still are in our weaker moments, enemies of God, we are now his subjects. He cares for each of us and all of us together. Let's celebrate his goodness toward us by acknowledging his amazing grace and the freedom that he bought for us on the cross and with his resurrected life. Oh no, it's sad I know we've come to the end of the show. See you next time.